So yesterday we discussed how the coronavirus pandemic might be fueling feelings of xenophobia here in South Korea. Unfortunately, the U.S. is in a similar, if not worse, situation as far as COVID-19-related racism. Uh, the Asian the Asian American community there facing threats uh, from violence and discrimination uh, related to ignorant thoughts about the virus. So to hear about the difficulties and how the problem can be handled, we're pleased to have joining us the president of the Korean American Association of Greater New York, Charles Yoon. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you uh, very much for joining us. Um, New York uh, was... Uh, the epicenter uh, in terms of the early stages of the pandemic in the U.S. How would you describe the situation in New York right now and how it has impacted the uh, Korean, uh, Korean American community there? Yeah, you know, I mean, if you look at the numbers, and I think the numbers tell the story. You know, the um, you know out of the, all the worldwide cases, I think you know U.S. accounts for a third, and I think uh, a quarter of those cases are are, are, are cases in New York. I mm. think because. United States is looking at almost 100,000 deaths. Uh, New York is, you know, uh, inching towards 30,000. So it's, uh, you know, it's had a huge impact um, on New York. Obviously, the health costs, you know, um, there's also been a huge economic cost because we've been in a shutdown for a really long right. time. Um, New York is opening in different phases now. Um, in different areas of New York are, are phased to open at different times. Um, I think certain areas are are basically in phase one. Um, you know, the Korean American community, you know, has been impacted just like uh, you know the rest of uh, New York State. Um, I guess uh, sort of on the sort of a positive side for the community, um, they came out with um, the breakdown of uh, of deaths by uh, by race, and um, uh, and it was noted that. Uh, the, the incidence of deaths uh, related to coronavirus was the lowest uh, for Asian Americans. And I think, you know, in part that may be because the Asian American community, including the Korean American community, you know, was able to observe very early on what was going on in China and in Korea and were actually observing social distancing uh, before that became the norm. But economically, you know, a lot of uh, uh, small businesses uh, went under, and, and they were owned by uh, Asian Americans, including Korean Americans. Certainly, uh, you know, personal service uh, industries right. like the nail salons and hair salons were were very deeply uh, impacted. Um, and uh, you know, and there's also uh, you know a number of uh, Koreans uh, who, who are not eligible for government assistance, uh, and, and and those. Uh, Individuals and families have been really hit hard economically um, through yeah. this uh, uh, pandemic. Right. Uh, a lot of your constituents uh, being uh, small business owners, mom and pops operations, whether it's nail salons, as you say, or uh, liquor stores or restaurants, uh, dry cleaners. And I, I've, anecdotally, even a lot of my friends, uh, most of them in California, they also cited the difficulties of applying for the so-called PPP, right? The, the help for the small businesses and how that system has really uh, right. been quite inefficient in uh, gi- giving out the funds to the people who, who need them the most. Uh, so the economic side is one concern. Charles, what about the uh, issue of racism and xenophobia, this uh, difficulty that a lot of Americans have from um, distinguishing between who's Chinese, who's Japanese, who's Korean? Uh, Overall, the picture in the U.S., can you give us a sense of uh, the uh, hate crimes or the violence that uh, we've seen against Asian Americans as a whole? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think you're right. I mean, I think you know, I think if you look at historically, I don't think I think you know the, the public tends to paint a very broad brush, so that you know when nine eleven happened. I think, uh, 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 you know, persons of Middle Eastern ancestry and, and other, you know, Asian groups were sort of lumped into sort of, you know, one group that yeah. they, you know, vented, um, you know, their fear and hatred towards. Um, and, uh, you know, with this uh, with this pandemic, unfortunately, you know, there is uh, the narrative, which I think, um, you know, has stuck with, 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 uh, with a large portion of the public, which is that, uh, you know, this is the the, the fault of the Chinese, um, and that uh, and and that the Chinese are have spread this virus, and and you know they they lump all the Asians sort of into this kind of cluster of Chinese. So you know you hear you know people who are healthcare workers taking care of patients, and mm. and you know and the patient when they meet them after sort of consulting by phone, they find that they're Asian, they become upset. Or I mean, you, you sort of get the whole range of right. you know, hatred of, you know, graffiti on businesses to sort of microaggressions, if you will, of people, you know, acting in a way where it's clear that, that there's hatred towards them and also just verbally abusing them. You know, children, you know, who were getting bullied before so the school shut down. Um, you know, I think there are different... Um, organizations which are tracking these incidents and uh you know uh, and and you know certainly the human human rights commission in new york um is reporting a substantial uptick in cases being reported involving asian americans uh the da's offices are uh reporting a uh, record number of hate crimes and arrests that are being made usually you know they didn't involve asian americans before but now mm. they are involving Asian American victims. So, you know, these things are happening. Um, and it's unfortunate that, uh, that, uh, that, you know, people have this perception. And I guess with all the fear that's out there that they are venting, you know, sort of their feelings in, in this uh, very um, unfortunate way. Even in a diverse area like New York, uh, where uh, you have the second largest population of Asian Americans behind uh, California uh, and this uh, very, very historic uh, melting pot, you you do see instances of that, uh, even targeting Korean Americans in in New York City. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I mean, one thing with with the um, with the shutdown, we've had less calls of people just because there were less instances. Right. Of- Right. You know, people confronting other people. Um, but I think with now, with the sort of phase in opening, I think we'll see, you know, more of those uh, being reported. But, you know, people are still reporting, you know, they get into an elevator and, you know, there's, mm. they're being, uh, you know, called different names inside the elevator. People are just, you know, randomly, you know, people are grabbing their masks and trying to take them off. They go back to China, I think is something that they say a lot. And the other thing is, you know, you're spreading illness, um, you know, just... Uh, things like that, I think, is, is actually is very common. I think, you know, I think a significant right. um, portion of the residents report having um, experienced some form of at least microaggression towards them based on race. And without asking your political leanings, whether Republican or Democrat, it, it can't be helpful that President Trump offers these mixed messages, kind of calling it the Chinese virus, maybe lashing out at Chinese-American reporters, and then and then talking about Asian-Americans, how they're a wonderful community and shouldn't uh, discriminate against them. But you yourself, uh, the Korean-American community, I understand uh, you formed a COVID-19 task force. Could you tell us more uh, about uh, what kind of response you have undertaken as an association? 
Yeah, well, I mean, first, I guess on your first point, um, I think it is very important to have at times like this, you know, very clear messaging from the leadership, you know, which basically, you know, doesn't um, point to a certain racial group as, as being mm-hmm. responsible, um, uh, you know, for, for the situation. I think that's very important. And, you know, without sort of being so political, I mean, in that respect, I think, you know, both parties have sort of um, pointed the finger uh, towards China um, as being the culprit in all this. And right. I think that perhaps gets misinterpreted by sort of everyday people saying, okay, well, the Chinese are responsible for all this. And then uh, then all the Asian Americans sort of fall under sort of that, that category. Mm-hmm. So the COVID-19 task force um, for the Korean American community was formed towards uh, late February when we realized that this was going to be a significant problem. So we attacked it from all, all different sort of um, uh, uh, angles. Uh, first, there was the health aspect. So the Korean American Physicians Association got very involved very early. We've actually done some testing of uh, uh, for the virus, and, and we actually mm-hmm. got those some of those test kits donated uh, from Korea. Um, we've also um, uh, gotten a lot of very generous donations of PPE, uh, including masks and gowns. Um, and uh, in fact, uh, you know, we were able to donate to Elmhurst, which is sort of at right. the epicenter of the epicenter in, 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 in Flushing. Um, and uh, we also donated, you know, to um, to other uh, providers. We plan to donate to uh, nursing homes. Right. In fact, tomorrow, uh, today is Memorial Day. Tomorrow, we're going to the um, Veterans Home in okay. New Jersey, uh, in Paramus, and we're donating uh, the Tyvek suits. And, you know, this is well, a home where there are we, war veterans from the Korean War. Okay. Well, we do thank you for all of the efforts. Unfortunately, we did run out of time. But Charles Yoon, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Hope you have you uh, back on our program again soon. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you.